0: On this week's episode of the F Stops Here podcast, Zach, Josh, and Jamie talk wedding photography, terrible tropes for shooters, and packing up our gear to head out into the wild blue yonder. Thanks for joining us, and happy shooting. Welcome to episode 9 of the F-Stops Here podcast. Uh, tonight it's going to be uh, myself, Josh, Jamie, and uh, joining us in video only and thumbs up, thumbs down, uh, Alex McClure. Alex, did I say your last name right? Yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're having, oh, a, little man, prob- we're having a little trouble with Alex tonight. Uh, seems to be the... Uh, Kind of the go-to when we have guests is that they can't get He's one close time. to the
1: West Coast. <laughs>
0: so so it's actually, I think he said it's around 5.30 his time. Uh, so yeah, it must be something when you get off the East Coast, it really just uh, kind of goes in the can. <laughs> so, so. It's
2: that giant pipe that's in the Rockies that got frozen over <laughs> in the snowstorm.
0: So, uh, so Joe is actually uh, at, at some conferences tonight. Um, you'll hear a dial tone from time to time. That's just Alex checking in, making sure everything's okay. Um, Hopefully if Alex... For you iTunes
2: listeners.
0: (laughs) If if we can't get Alex, uh, his microphone working this time, we'll definitely have him back uh, in the future. But anyways, um, welcome to episode nine, guys. Uh, Thanks for joining us. Joe is actually uh, at conferences tonight doing his business thing, developing some work stuff. Uh, so it's just gonna be the three and a half of us tonight, uh, so guys, how's it going? What have you been up to? What have you been shooting, Jamie?
1: Oh, let's see. you know, I'm just kinda like the everyday shooter, so I've basically just been going on evening walks and just taking my camera with me. I
0: Most did notice that I uh walk. did notice you had some some photos featured this
1: week. Yes, I did tree frog where where a tree frog tree oh yes. Okay, well, that's actually been on the Olympus website for a while now, but <laughs> I forgot that it was there, and uh, was going through doing my little, uh, you know, internet search of where my pictures are turning up at, and I'm like, holy crap, that's right, I got a picture there, so maybe I give like, myself a little plug, you know, and say, hey, go look at my picture.
0: <laughs> I actually, uh, I get uh, really excited when I rub run that um, that Firefox plug-in yes. that extension that you said, uh, because it brings back... Tons and tons of examples of of my photos, and then I realize that it's just me adding them to groups, and <laughs> it's, it's bringing back all the group things that they've uh,
1: they've been in. So, uh, yeah, well, I mean, of... you'll get to the point where you're going to start getting happy because you're finding them, you know, in uh, places where you want to see them as well as the places that you don't want to see them. I True. mean, True. if you get involved in stock, that's kind of how I found out about my first uh, book cover was using. That. <laughs> You know, and it trolled through uh, the author's website and, you know, that's where he had it listed, you know, that it was the the North American cover for his book. And I'm like, holy crap, I have a book cover, you know, this is cool. You know, it's so crazy. It's not, it's not always bad news, you know, I mean, there's good news sometimes too. That's a pretty neat
0: uh, extension too because – That is awesome. It, it's it's got to be doing some kind of image matching because it's actually – it finds a lot of times uh, pictures that I've taken of the moon, but they're not my pictures, Right uh, yeah. also one of the big ones that pops up is a, a can of natural light that I took a picture of one time, and it always pops up on uh, college websites and party websites. but it's not my picture, but it is natural
1: light. So I'd be curious to find out how exactly it functions because I'm assuming Teneye yeah. works the same way, but I don't find hardly anything on Ten like I do with this guy's plugged in, so I don't know what kind of magic he's working, but he's got powerful, powerful magic.
0: And even Would Google you, Image Search is kind of the same way because that really it, it, Google Image Search seems to be looking for colors and and shades and stuff. So. Right. Yep. Josh, you don't know how the magic works, do you?
2: Oh, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe you guys both have doppelgangers.
1: That's possible. Maybe above. there's
2: another Zach E. Golf that is um, <laughs> out there shooting pictures of frat parties and.
1: <laughs> yeah. Come on, you're so close to NASA. I figured you'd have like a really high tech answer for this one.
2: Come on. <laughs> uh, I I wish I did.
0: It's the flux capacitor. Photobomb. (laughs) Uh, Josh, what have you been shooting this week?
2: I actually got the chance to shoot probably the best wedding I've ever been able to shoot at. I was a second-slash-third shooter. Um, Gorgeous private yacht club that used to be a house um, that was uh, out in Jacksonville on the river. Um, The entire Jacksonville's main skyline, Jacksonville, Florida, main skyline was... uh, right behind us. So literally across the river, wow. it was, it was gorgeous. I was shooting pictures cause this place was so beautiful uh, that pictures that were um, insane. Literally. I mean, I, I had the, the lead photographer goes and goes through all the images and edits some for me and does all that stuff for the, for the main, the client and all that. She sent me a text. Her pictures are awesome. I mean I was shooting through windows and glass doors and like old mirrors and you know like the old couch with the randomly placed stuff and the balloon in my face, thank you <laughs> I got a question
1: for you um when you're shooting like as a second or third what what uh what tasks are you given or you know like what what is your role if you're something um, beyond, like second shooter
2: yeah, like this one we I kind of get to pick roles depending on what's available, so we had a second floor available, so I was the one to kind of help shoot the aisle shots. Okay. Uh, So, you know, people come down the aisle, I kind of cover that. And then I was able to sneak around. The the, uh, the layout for the wedding was probably the best I've ever had. It was a giant circle with all the seats that went in and wedges. Oh, so cool. the bride and groom sat in the middle. Wow. So you could get behind everybody, but it was so small that you could shoot over everybody's heads and still get the bride with it. I had a 105, 24-105. So I was just shooting into the bride and groom the entire time. And, you know, you could get everything without having to try everything. And, cool. uh it it was it was um it was amazing the lighting was perfect we had rain earlier, so we had a nice diffusion from the a low you know kind of a little bit of a low cloud deck and I was shooting without a flash the entire time outside, which was perfect um and I, it just it was great I, I was able to go upstairs and get the entire wedding party you know from the second floor uh through a giant very clean glass window that they had. And a whole bunch of stuff. We, we ended up doing some nighttime sky shots. Uh, we forgot to have a flashlight with us. A so pro tip, have a flashlight when you're in the dark trying to get your camera to focus. And always have a tripod. We had a tripod. That's actually probably not a bad idea. Uh, as Something to keep in your bag,
0: even just like a little pen light or something. I
2: know. I, I actually deleted the flashlight app from my iPhone. Good huh. assistant that I am because I never use it. Hmm. And then at, right then I'm going, oh, never mind but um we we actually ended up putting a uh, five fifty on top of um the lead photographer's one d and um we were able to uh, get some focus out of it. We started firing the flash a little bit up, you know we we're kind of using the flash mm. for the the focus fine but it, it it we actually it was very successful i mean we all got to sit down and eat the timing was great it, they must have put money into this on my instagram check check my uh, lower thirds people. <laughs> <laughs> Instagram.com slash Joshua Conte. There are six pictures tagged Jacksonville on them. And uh, they had, the groomsmen came in on a 1955 Chris Craft Allwood boat. Uh, probably yeah. I googled it. I think it was worth around $126,000. Um, no big deal. No, not a big deal at all. It was a gorgeous <laughs> boat. They, they come in and uh, bride looks like a model, groom looks like a... Model and yeah, it was was, all these pictures that I've been like you know envious of people getting. I was finally able to really get in there and and beauty of being a third shooter shooter is I was able to actually shoot the stuff I want to shoot without having to worry about missing everything. I was actually catching the stuff everybody else was missing, so it was just it was just a great feeling. And then we ended up walking around Jacksonville at midnight with cameras and stuff. So Um, Jacksonville still has restaurants open at one in the morning. So I'm looking was, at the boat. Uh,
0: yeah, those those boats are actually That's my super dreamboat. expensive, and there's only yeah. for certain years or certain vintages of those boats. There's only so many in existence.
2: Yeah, it's it's it, it was it was an amazing little boat. That that thing was pretty. I actually held I actually held the boat against the churning tides as the as the bride climbed aboard for some pictures. It could have been one of those YouTube moments. <laughs> But it wasn't, so I, I was, you know, fingers crossed. Everything went so well. Um, had a had a couple issues. I had we had a, we had actually had a brand new. Um, they had bought a brand new 580. The thing actually overheated during the uh, reception, and we had to really flip out. Wow. Yeah, flip out to my flash. Apparently, it's an actual issue with the 580. I think it was the 582 or the mm. original 580. Um, I have to check that. <laughs> but we we actually had it overheat, now to flip flashes. I have see you checking. Yeah. That's
0: I interesting. I've, I've, I mean, I've never had it. I've never had it over overheat in any kind of like studio setting that I've used. Right. It in, but we
2: we were we're talking flashes The flash going off every about five right. ten seconds. Well, yeah, it's it's, it's,
0: it's going to get the true test. Uh, probably in the October wedding that I do. Uh, the June one's going to be, or the July one's actually going to be pretty well lit. And uh, I'm actually going out to scope the place out here in a in a month or two. I guess I probably should have July yeah, like right around the corner.
2: It's amazing, Flash, but I would definitely have a backup. Even if I oh, yeah. rent like a four four eighty or four thirty or whatever, you know, it's just something to have as a backup in case because we we did have that. She she's you know looking at the flash going, why is it firing? And then we flipped it and realized had it cool down. Yeah, I, so, I um. Pro tip.
0: There you go. I like that. <laughs> I like that a lot. Um, do you uh
2: you don't happen to have
0: those pictures?
2: I don't yet. I'm, the, the beauty of it is uh, I actually took this whole gig on a whim. This is one of the last wedding, major weddings they're going to do. They're taking a giant break from them for a while. Um, I wasn't paid for it, but they paid my food. I got the hotel free at like a, three, four, like a four-star hotel. Um, free hotel, free food. I literally didn't pull the card out of my wallet, so I wasn't getting paid, but I'm getting all the raw images, all the pictures. I probably shot about 22 gigs of pictures myself. Yeah, and that that's on my fifteen one. That's my fifteen one megapixel, you know, fifty D that I was using, in um, and, and RAW. But yeah, so I get all those images, so I, I'm gonna have a killer portfolio set once once I get them back and I can edit them however I want and attribute them to myself. So plenty it, to play around a, with. Oh, and, and it was a great escape. It was just me. I woke up. Um, actually, hopefully this week I'll have pictures from. Um, you'll see some of those on my Instagram, ha no shout out, but, uh, but yeah, <laughs> but uh, there I, I took a bunch of pictures from the fourth story pool of, uh, Jacksonville, uh, with my, with my camera that Sunday morning after the wedding, so I got a couple hours just hanging out, it was a beautiful day, just nice to get away, and so it was, it was a chance I took, and it was actually a glorious chance, and I would have killed myself had I not done this, so it was. Sometimes you got to do that, you know. Sometimes you you take what you get and you end up with something amazing. So,
0: yeah, I'm keeping my fingers so crossed it. that that uh, that applies for me in July. Cause
2: nothing <laughs> like jumping in with both feet. Hey, it, it's it's better to do it than than wish you had and never did, you know.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: I, I I jumped in my my first wedding. I jumped in cold almost, and it, it actually came out a lot better. I had some killer reception shots, and I actually did things right, which was amazing. So, yeah.
0: I learned so a lot, would you, but made everybody you, happy. And speak as a speaking from a second shooter shooter, uh, do you do you think it was more effective having you there, or do you think it would have been just as effective having just a single shooter?
2: Um I I think having two shooters, I'm starting to realize, especially if you're going for all those pictures, like especially when you look at your favorite photographers and you see the pictures they have. I really think and this is you know of course, bias because I get to do this. second shoot a lot, but I think a second shooter, if not a third shooter, is is amazing. You know, because we we double me and um her me and the the lead photographer me and her husband doubled up on uh on the aisle shots, and his camera hung up on writing to the card. So mm-hmm. he leans over and he's like, "Hey, hit these shots!" So then instantly, I started covering for him and me with my camera. You know, bang, 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 and so we didn't miss anything. And then there was a toast going on, and they were busy outside doing, like, bride and groom shots. So I was inside, and I noticed it happened, so I shot through the window on the door into the uh, the waiting room. And I actually ended up getting some pretty cool shots. I kind of chimped them after I took them. And, uh, you know, that that kind of stuff, I was able to get the groom to sit on a couch while we were waiting for the groomsmen to be ready. So, I you know, I took a couple more portraits of him. Uh, the bride really wanted the Jacksonville skyline, and they're busy trying to get her into the boat and stuff. And That's a pretty she, skyline. Oh, uh, oh my gosh! And uh, she, basically, long story short, she's just standing there, and I realized that I can get a perfect like shoulder-up shot of her with the skyline right next to her face. So I say pause. So while she's getting instructions from everybody else, I'm taking shots. So if anything, you know, we ended up with so many pictures that they're not no. They won't know what to do with them all. I mean, they're were, they were downloading, it took probably about four hours to download them all, I'm guessing. <laughs> so, you know, I, I, I think it's more a plus. I mean, even if you have to, you know, for, for lead photographers, even if you have to put money out, I really think, especially for weddings, I, I think if you got to put the money out for it, it's going to be worth it in the long haul. You'll you'll make a connection with another photographer. You'll have, you know, I've, I've been able to kind of, you know, study under them and learn from them see what they do you know it's going to make me more confident next wedding I go out by myself and it's also made me want to just second shoot because I can shoot the, the stuff I I really want to shoot you know the stuff I'm really seeing with Maya makes me creative again
0: well, I so, think I think what's really cool about that too is is now I, I realize that you guys got married an eternity ago uh, but Uh because you're old right yeah just I'm I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm old I think I'm actually older than you Josh Uh but um you might be I am Um, but, uh, but since my wedding's still relatively fresh in my mind, there were things that our second shooter captured that I didn't even realize happened at the wedding. Yeah.
2: Yeah.
0: And I think that's really, that's really kind of neat. I actually, uh, will be having a second shooter, uh, in October for the second wedding that I'm shooting. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's hopefully going to be my wife. So I may end up divorced after that.
2: (laughs) You know, you know, honestly, it's, it's. Um, i the first wedding I ever did, I had my wife, and she actually just had our canon xt with like a little i i didn't think she had a flash on it, but there are a couple of pictures that she caught that I didn't see happen that actually came out really good and it, it, you know it was a learning thing for her because she had never you know done anything that big before I'd done some big events and stuff before and all but it was it was kind of fun because you've got your your wife right there and she'll she'll chat with all the girls that you know are trying to like chat your off like the wedding planners and it's it's a great deflection. I mean, are the groomsmen at the wedding I just did in Jacksonville? They were, they were uh, drunk. They're they're already two sheets to the wind by the <laughs> t- by the time they by the time we were trying to get them to do pictures. So they were making kind of inappropriate jokes. So I was able to kind of deflect that and keep them joking away from the camera. And and then you know you know yell hey everybody look at her when she's taking the pictures and you know pick up stuff, lens changes, who knows what. It, it really, I mean, I I could have even done more than I did to help them out you know, um but it it really I, I I feel almost more important being a second shooter than doing a lead and just shooting my own wedding. Um I almost feel part of it and feel like I'm actually contributing helping like the greater thing of I've, I've almost thought of just doing second shooting from now on. <laughs> so, but that's another story. Anyway. So not to take up the entire podcast with how I feel about second shooting.
0: Uh, just as a brief aside, for anybody that is that ends up listening to this after the actual live event, you really should probably go back and watch the video on our YouTube channel. Uh, the first ten minutes of the show, uh, Josh managed to maintain a complete straight face uh, while getting a blue balloon <laughs> bopped in his face. So, by, by the
2: by, the birthday boy Evan behind. That's me. right. Yeah. So happy birthday,
0: Evan. <laughs> when, you, when you listen to your daddy in twenty years on your iPhone forty you can uh you can remember and this YouTube
2: moment. no longer exists that's true, yeah <laughs> it's
0: in your brain youtube in your brain uh i actually um I finally have a success story uh, that I can share as well, Yes, I got my second roll of film back today uh from Rite Aid after the one week waiting period and thirteen dollars worth of processing. The I results really have to, been viewed <laughs> really need to find a cheaper place to do that um I was actually really impressed uh, with the way the pictures turned out um, it did definitely kind of show me that I still probably got a little bit to learn, uh, with manual focus, uh, cause one of my favorite photos from the entire role, uh, was actually one that was completely not what I was focusing on. A little back focused. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, I was really surprised by the way they, the images turned out. Um, I posted a couple up on Flickr. So if anybody's interested in seeing them, they can look at them up there. Um, but I I shot another role on, uh, Saturday, had to have been Saturday. yeah because Saturday or Sunday we were doing something else. So I uh, I pulled a Jamie and wandered into the forest on Saturday. Uh, nice. <laughs> and uh, didn't realize it was gonna be a three point two mile round trip to get to where I needed to go. Uh, but the I ended best. up I, <laughs> I ended up shooting a whole roll of film out there. Um, nice. So I'll probably probably get those and get those developed here. And then uh, Sunday we went to a um, Baltimore does a big march for the animals. The SPCA does that and we volunteered with an organization and uh shooting dogs shooting shooting photos of dogs is probably one of my favorite things in the world because now that's hard it,
2: with a manual focus lens oh i didn't do
0: it with the i didn't do it with that um, oh, okay. okay no no this was in this was in uh the brightest sunlight you could find uh probably about uh the fastest i could get uh my camera to go so um you saw Oh walk there was this poodle with a pink mohawk the whole way down its back. It was great. I loved it.
2: That's awesome.
0: Yeah. So uh so yeah, that's what uh that's what we've been shooting this week. Uh, we did lose poor Alex. Uh, we're gonna try to get him on, on a on a later show. Um That'll we'll do a couple awesome. uh cover a couple of the, the news stories. Uh I got liberal with the headlines that I posted this week, starting out with Beyonce is an idiot. Uh <laughs> <laughs> so I guess uh Beyonce has banned all pro photographers from all of her concerts, so good for her.
2: Ma- making her and her promoters look like well,
0: yeah. And then Jamie, you were saying there was a there was actually an event, uh, that banned.
1: <clears throat> yeah, the Kentucky Derby. Uh, no interchangeable lens cameras. You and know. Yeah. The the, uh, well, they're time. they're they're using the Boston bombing as like the basis of this for um. some reason. I don't understand. How does that factor? Yeah, I don't get the connection either. Um, yeah, I really don't. I mean, you, I mean, I've you been st- me. I've been stopped <laughs> in
0: an airport before. We were coming back from our honeymoon, and I had um, I had a bag packed with all of my gear uh, at the time. And um, it was actually my uh, my Giada's pocket blower. That the rocket blower, yeah. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the pocket rocket. Um, yeah. the, the, I don't we know we went to. We, call it, but okay. Yeah, I think that's what it's actually called. Uh, <laughs> think you're thinking um, of some other tool. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh um, we were in. A, we were coming out of Antigua, which is where we went on our honeymoon, and it's this rinky-dink little. I mean, it's one. There's there's one uh, terminal or one whatever the runway, one runway in all of Antigua. And planes only go out like once or twice a day. Yeah, I've seen... They've got three TSA people working in or whatever Antigua's TSA is. And uh, (laughs) this woman pulls me aside because I guess on the x-ray it showed a bunch of electronic equipment. She goes, what do you got in your bag? I said, "Uh, I got cameras and stuff. She goes, are you a photographer? And I went... Like for a split second, I went, do I say no? And just... (laughs) Just be, like, <laughs> smart aleck. So- no, just transporting the stuff. Um, but I told her yes, and then she goes, and what's that thing? And she points to th- the pocket rocket. <laughs> and I said, And I said, it's a blower. And she looked at me with a real confused look on her face, and she goes, huh? I said, you squeeze it, and it blows air in your, your camera, and it gets all the dust out. She says, I ain't squeezing that thing. I said, well, I didn't ask you to. She goes, you squeeze it. And I was like... You really if want me to do squeeze it? it? Well. <laughs> That's what I should have said, right? That's literally so, what she said. Yeah, she she said she said um, she said no, I, I'm not squeezing that. I said look, and I I took it in my hand, and for people listening, you can't see it, but I squeezed it so that the blue air on my hand, and she went oh, like she was disappointed that it didn't. <laughs> um, <laughs> so that that was kind of the that was my experience. So I mean, I guess, I, I mean, I I guess I could see, but. What's it's I don't the really see a big I mean, well, that's I, all mean, right. I, I mean as far as the um the Derby's concerned though I, I guess oh, I can yeah. I guess I could see it, but
2: not really. Hey, well, well you find that true story. I, I flew to Romania back in two thousand two. Um, I put a harmonica in my bag just because I figured, hey, what the heck? You people who travel or are aboard play the harmonicas. Um and then yes. co- coming back the British TSA or whatever agent is over there, he's like, "Do you have a harp in your backpack?" A and harp. a harp. <laughs> and I'm sitting there going, "I have no clue." And they pulled me aside. I'm like, "Oh crap!" And I'm like, I, and, "And I totally forgot I even had it in my backpack." Like completely blank. You know, last thing on my mind. And and the, another agent comes over. Is like, "We need to know if you have a harp in your backpack." And literally after five times, they asked me by the time there's like five agents around me, the entire group I'm with is like, look at me like, what are you doing to us, Josh? You're killing Who us. Who calls it a harp? I don't know. And then I am and then I had to think, and finally I'm sitting there harp, and I literally had to mouth do a visual harp. visual morph between like a harp with the strings to like mouth harp to Jew harp to like blah, blah, blah. And finally, I'm like, oh, and I, I looked at the guy I'm like, you harmonica? And he's like, yes. Do you have a harmonica in your bag? And I'm like, yeah, I do. And then the most awkward moment I've ever had in the airport, and yeah, you've got like forty <laughs> people you a staring hobo? at you, five agents around here. <laughs> you. You like as to... if a harp would kill somebody. Uh, oh, or it's fit in actually a
0: it's exactly called a French harp or a blues harp. So, <laughs> yeah, the more you know, listeners and viewers, the more you know.
2: Now you're educated.
0: There you go, or a mouth organ.
2: Mark, mark, mark! Minute, minute twenty-five for your education <laughs> on your not YouTube that video. One. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah. I guess. I mean, I guess I can see. I know. Um, most. Uh, I mean, let's let's be honest here. Why do we think the real reason is they're banning interchangeable lens cameras?
1: They because don't want good the pictures. So
0: can get good pictures. That's right. Right. So, uh, I went to college at a um, very prestigious football school, uh, and we're not allowed UCLA? to bring. No. So, just uh, kidding no, just stop Stop. go back to Boston's basketball
2: Celtics I will I will
0: um, and they actually ban with, uh, interchangeable lenses within a certain size are banned what uh, which I guess they don't realize that I can take
2: micro four thirds for the win yeah
0: well that's true that's true <laughs> that's um, where the
2: new two thirds would come in handy yeah, yeah
0: but I mean I could take a decent picture with a 24 to 70 and crop the bejesus exactly. out of it and, yeah. and it's still a decent picture so I don't know. Uh, but I guess I can see that's really stupid. And speaking you of get, stupid
2: get one of those forty mm forty millimeter pancake lenses, you know. Yeah. Put it on the new uh SL one and it'll look like you got a point and shoot.
0: The worst part is is um I wanna say and don't quote me on this, that the actual uh the wording is no longer than a beer can. Really. Which is
1: great Wait. in a college town. Yeah, well they have to make it so everybody gets it. I, right. I think
2: I
0: think that that, that would allow a hundred millimeter. Yeah, well, I, you could get like a really crappy zoom lens in there. Yeah, you could. And I could just well, put a monopod down my leg.
1: I've seen those <laughs> big twenty-two like, ounce beer cans. I mean, yeah, that's right. Are we talking forties? Can I get? You a- know, the, uh, I think the the brewers mm-hmm. made those just so you guys could get longer lenses than there. <laughs> it, it's
0: funny uh, that you comment hey. that it's the brewers did it for us because I've actually got an eleven ounce beer can. It looks like a Red Bull can. Uh, That would be perfect for the micro Mm -hmm. four thirds.
2: That would be amazing. Hey, tonight's quote tonight's quote is I could just put a monopod down my leg, Zach. Yeah, down my leg. That's fine. We'll do that with our three legged thing at that point. (laughs) Yeah, that's right. (laughs) What? what?
0: I'm actually toying with with, uh, picking one of those up for my trip out to Vegas, but it's it's coming. I
2: hear hear they're legit. Slimmer on the street. after, After having carried. The, le-
0: or the um, tripod that I've got Can on they... a 3.2-mile hike this past weekend, uh, it was insane. That thing felt like it was 50 pounds. It was nuts.
1: That's my <laughs> birthday present to myself this year. Are you going to get one? Oh, yeah. yeah. 50 pound a 50-pound <laughs> bag? Yes. Um, <laughs> of sand. I'm not sure which one I'm going to get yet. I, I think it's probably the – I think uh, our buddy has been telling me that the Keith is probably the one I want to get. Yeah. So – I know the so, one that I'm using now is a Vanguard with a Giotto's head and it feels like it weighs as much as a small child. I mean lugging it through the airport, you know. Holy crap. Yeah. Ridiculous.
0: Yeah, I have to um I have to work out to keep mine with me at all times. And it doesn't fit on my bag, that's the worst part. Like I bought I bought the think tank um takeoff, the roller right. takeoff, and I was one of the things I was most excited about was it comes with a pouch to store a tripod. Yeah. Except my tripod is the size of a Fiat. Too long. Yeah, it, and it just, it's not going to fit in there, but the um, the three-legged things are definitely... Um, they're so compact. Like, in the pictures of them, it's, it's wild.
1: Well, I know. When I travel, I have the, the Think Tank Photo Shapeshifter is what I take, and you can mount a tripod to that backpack, you know, but the problem with mine, kind of like with yours, it's too long, even collapsed, so it sticks up over the top of my head. I'm walking Good through night. the airport with this... Big ball head sticking up over the top. Right.
0: Uh, <laughs> it looks <clears throat> like so a Ninja right, Turtle sword.
1: TSA doesn't give me any hassle for it. Delta's let me put it in the overhead every single time.
0: Really? Yeah. Yep. That's convenient. Go Delta. <laughs> yeah, mine's actually probably too long to fit the depth of <clears throat> carry on. Yeah. It's uh, it's rough. So. Yeah. So, yeah, uh, listeners and viewers. The... Oh, good.
2: I was gonna say I, I I use a tripod I need to remember I need to go find the link i will get the link like next week if I can but there's one where it's actually it it morphs from it's like two hundred twenty bucks and it morphs from um three legged carbon fiber aluminum to a monopod and back in one tripod and it's light as I'll get out and it would fit inside my like low pro backpack that i've got it's that got short that. and it's got a, a leveling head it's got the it's got the uh the full like ball head on it so you can actually yeah. tilt it all the way around. But um I, I messed around with it, it was really great. I, I got some information and I can't remember where I've got it, but once I get the link I'll let you guys know and we'll we'll put it up somewhere. Yeah. But uh it, it was definitely a legit one. I it was something I would get, either that or a three legged thing. You know definitely. something something light. I, I, I can't deal with those huge tripods. I'd do that with video I mean, that's my, that's my like problem with beast.
0: the three my problem with the three legged things is trying to figure out what, what that funny money is that they got <laughs> I gotta get Google to do the translation for me. Oh, the, um, <laughs> the funny. No, it's in British pounds, I guess. Right? I think that's what it is. But yeah, yeah those things look those things look pretty British legit, pound. and I, I I can see. I see. I've been toying with the idea of because I, I go out to Vegas at the beginning beginning of May, so I'm either gonna I either want to rent a um, oh lens baby or. Buy a new tripod.
2: Oh, that's 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 two yeah. related things right there.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, right. I know, right. Well, my thinking <laughs> is it, is with a tripod I could do long exposures of the Vegas Strip. Yeah. So, but with a uh, lens,
2: baby you could do stuff people aren't normally doing with Vegas.
0: That's true. So nobody steal my idea.
2: Or you could rent. You could rent a, a a real tilt shift too. I could do that too. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So, if, so
0: viewers and listeners, if you have any suggestions for Jamie, uh, yes, which, which three-legged thing he should get, and don't say all of them. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure of the, rest of his, the rest of his family wouldn't appreciate that. <laughs> uh, go ahead and uh, and drop one of us a line or tell Jamie or don't tell anybody. That's fine. It doesn't matter.
2: I'm, I'm waiting for somebody to put one for each Olympus for Jamie. Yeah. Outside yes.
0: <laughs> I can only imagine, though. I bet that looks pretty neat. Get that the Olympus on there.
1: Yeah. Hmm. Well, we could ask uh, Simon to share a picture with us.
0: Oh, yeah. I guess he is, is that is he shooting with that now?
1: He's got an OMD. Yeah, that's fantastic.
0: Yeah. I really need to luck myself into $1,500 and buy one of those things.
1: It's cheaper to drive to Michigan and we can go shoot.
0: <laughs> it probably is. Actually, it'd probably be cheaper to fly and rent yeah, a car. Yeah, it
1: would be cheaper to fly than drive. Yeah. Um,
0: so, uh, one other thing, uh, one of the, one of the other stories that I actually thought was pretty neat. And for you guys with iPhones, uh, you should, you should give this a try. There's a new app called Focus Twist, uh, mm-hmm. which if anybody has had a chance to play with a, a Lightro camera, uh, we actually had one, one of the guys, um, that was on a photo walk with us one time. He's a DC photographer. His name's Patrick. He actually has a, a podcast as well. It's really good. You should listen to it. Um, he actually had yes. a Lightro out one time. Uh, but this Focus Twist is an an app for uh, the iPhone and the iPad that does pretty much the exact same thing that that uh, the Lytro does. It's got selective focusing. Um, the pictures that they showed were really neat. You could take they, they showed a picture of a chessboard, which is usually the uh, the de facto explanation of aperture, just so you can kind of see the depth of the pieces. And they're just tapping on the image and selecting the focal
1: point. So. So uh, is it basically just doing like a smart blur? I mean, it's um, not actually capture yes. imagery the yes. way that the light bulb yeah, that, does. Yep, it's uh. Well, I
2: mean, I've actually I've seen the app in action. I'm not. I haven't used it, but I have a pro photographer I know. Um, I believe it's Scott Whiting. Um, see, he was putting stuff up on Inst uh, on uh, like Twitter. I think he was using his, his Instagram or he was using the actual app. I think he was using the actual app. And it actually works pretty well. I mean, the major question after I saw the app in action, like looking at the picture and selecting the focus is how how legit does this leave Lightroom? And does this mean that any camera manufacturer could update their firmware to do what Lightroom is doing or at least emulate what Lightroom is doing in any kind of camera, you know?
0: So the, the one downside to this, and this is probably where mobile photography really kind of has the advantage over something like this. The way this app does it is it actually takes multiple photos uh and merges them into one. Right. Um, it takes the multiple photos at the different uh focal planes and um depending on where you touch that's kind of where it it uses that as the the photo to use. So uh that might be great for maybe a like a camera that that doesn't have a shutter. Uh, but if you're yeah. gonna take 30 photos to get 30 different focal planes, that's gonna crush a camera's shutter, and you'll be burning them up faster than you you can make them. Oh,
2: yeah. so. I mean, I mean by any camera, I meant like you know, like a mirrorless, a Fuji, like and right, Olympus, so. right? Yeah, yeah, not not like a 5D Mark III, or even if it's that fast, you know, like right. But it's uh, neat. Uh, I'd like to see it. Um, so I just downloaded it and
1: I'm using it right now, I uh, was <laughs> hoping somebody would. So I the can't. way it's working, it's actually refocusing over. It's like you said, it's taking several exposures. Right. Or it appears to be, because it's um, I can watch the focus dive in and out as it change it's pictures. Yeah.
2: It's it's definitely more than a creative like Gaussian blur or something. It's it's definitely more. Yeah. They said
0: there's a little bit of a secret algorithm behind the scenes. Uh, I can to, keep, to keep the stabilization, because obviously if it's going to take a couple photos, um, it's not going to. It's not gonna have them all be like, you know, real quick. So No, it's, it's, it's gonna... actually
1: telling you to hold really still while you do it. Yeah.
0: So, <laughs> so it's not quite as good as Elytro. Uh mm-hmm. but what well, was it free? Uh no, it was two bucks. Okay, so two dollars versus what's elytro running now, two hundred bucks? More than two bucks. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> More so, than
2: Hey, I, you... all I'm gonna say is on this whole thing I'm calling a fad. I'm just gonna put that out there. But uh Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll give you that. Uh, speaking
0: of fads, one of the the things that we were <laughs> kind of throwing around uh, tonight uh, was actually almost inspired by a BuzzFeed article. Um, we wanted to toss around a, a, some things. It was uh, the BuzzFeed article in question was the "14 engagement photos that will make you happy you're single," which is yeah. Pro- we're probably not the guys to be talking about that. Uh, and and what's funny is the link was 14, and it uh, it shows 11. So. Yeah, good job, Buzzfeed. It's, it's
2: Buzzfeed. They're run by ADD people, so
0: yeah. So, um but uh yeah, just just got into thinking, and and uh, I've been seeing it more and more, and it's you, probably the the quintessential website for this is is that you are not a photographer, <laughs> uh, <laughs> which is a good one. <laughs> we I just kind of wanted to to get you guys' opinions on some of the the tropes that uh, that you're seeing in photography that you could probably do without. Um you know, just just some of the things that really just don't belong. I yeah. got one. I just go can't contain anymore. Oh, go I to,
1: ahead. I don't have an example to share because I'm not going to share somebody else. Something like <laughs> Smart. this. But I am so tired of the maternity shots where they take the ultrasound and superimpose it over their mother's belly. <laughs> oh. It is disgusting, dear. creepy, and bad Photoshop etiquette to do something like that.
0: It, it, I don't really think it's, superimposing anything at all.
2: It, it's it's unflattering. It's gonna be something that your kids make fun of in twenty years. It's gonna it'll be embarrassing for everybody in the end. It's something that you will never frame and hang over your couch and like You don't know like that twenty by twenty. Uh, it, you it's
0: you're not in my house. You don't see what I've got hung <laughs> up. Don't judge me. <laughs> I hate you guys so much. No feedback.
2: Who's that? Is that
0: That is awful. Can you hear me?
2: I've got oh, you, I think yeah. we,
0: Okay, then I think it's Jamie. We
2: broke, we broke the internet by making fun of a hot train. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Let's see if we can fix it by talking about selective
2: coloring. Yeah. Oh, there, there's a time and place for that. And that time and place is 1842. Oh. It's there
0: we go it's it's the Jamie Mcdonald remix
1: remix
0: oh, I can't hear you turn your turn your audio up we could blame Josh's kids, yeah, you could blame my kids. they don't know any better, <laughs> so uh while we're getting uh while we're getting Jamie's audio back <laughs> up <laughs> um yeah it, it's it's weird. Some of the things, and I, I don't know if it's just maternity and, and baby photos in general, but ah, there's just some really awful things that are going on, and I don't know.
2: As a, as a disclaimer, I'm guilty of the selective coloring, and I actually had a really bad selective color edit get used by somebody very recently as their profile picture on Facebook, uh, a picture that I took, and they, they paid for it, and they really loved. But, uh,
0: I've had clients ask for it, and it's fine to do. I just think... That there's some things that it's like you said. There's a there's a time and a place, and there's oh, yeah. probably a time and a place for a lot of things. Yeah, um, yeah. I,
2: I, yeah. I think I think I think for a lot of people, I, I, you know, it there's a lot of like really bad. Like the thing that's driving me crazy are the people that shoot at like aperture eight, and they they're really wide out, and then they have somebody hold a picture frame out in front of them, and then like the couple mm. kisses. You know, I, I think it's people that want to execute an idea but don't know how to do it in, in the way that they've seen it. Right. You know, so you you know they're leaving the camera on auto, for instance, or you know they're they're not like zooming in a little bit, or they're they're not giving a little more space or less space. You know, the the whole idea of wanting to see the baby in the womb, maybe have them hold like the picture. You know. You know, like an ultrasound picture. Maybe have them hold it near there, or do something.
0: I, I but think it's so much easier to flex my Photoshop skills. It and is great, right? Baby right? picture on something. And, I, I, th- and I,
2: I think I think a lot of people misunderstand that as like creative creativity. It's and it's I,
0: actually it's actually funny because um, this is this is one of the things that kind of bothers me as well. And uh, my wife is actually disgusted. By the, the sight of a pregnant woman, <laughs> and so I will frequently show her these kinds of photos just to get a reaction out of her, and and that's one of the ones that she just she just shakes her head, it just yeah. shakes her head.
2: <laughs> and and you know I don't I don't want to knock anybody out there that's listening because we we gain listeners every week which is awesome.
0: And now um, we're losing them,
2: and now we're losing them. But no, I I want to I want to encourage people to. Um, I want to encourage people to, you know, like, when you see a picture, don't just try to execute it without experimenting first or without trying it. You know, selective color can work. But, like, for me, now when I do selective color, I'm putting a green filter. Um, Like, if I'm going to get red, I actually found I can take my 50mm 1.8, put a green filter over it, and have the red just pop. And then, of course, you can go pull the green out a little bit if you're editing, like, Lightroom or, you know, Aperture or something, you can slide the green out a little bit. But um, you know, I'll I'll do crazy stuff like that. There's actually an example um, on one of my 500 Picks pages that I did it, and I got red flowers. Everything else looks green, and the red flowers. So you can do stuff in camera. You can do stuff that people did back in film days with that kind of tricks. Well, I think Um, I think, and and you know, there's just there's ways to do it right, and learning that I think is is where we'll get out of these these crappy pictures that we're seeing that really are embarrassing
0: when i i look at um and you know we've talked about it before especially because joe was a part of it but uh alex huff did a um a piece that was featured on just about everywhere all over the internet and it while it wasn't <laughs> selective coloring it, it was it, it very much featured specific colors and uh, exactly i think that's kind of where where it needs to go um, exactly yeah yeah jamie can you hear us give us a thumbs up if you can we can't hear you. I think your microphone died.
2: <laughs> I think this is going to be the yeah. uh, the name of this podcast will be uh, Jay technical, and Silent Bob. Technical difficulties.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, I mean, and it is tough. It's it's kind of like kind of like Jamie said when he first uh, with with his first example. It's it's tough to talk about some of this stuff without calling people out because yeah, I think a lot of it. A lot of times. You're, you're more so stepping on clients than you are so the photographer because exactly. a lot of times we're we're at the mercy of what our, our clients want. I mean I have seen some awful – I've taken some awful photos <laughs> yeah. and I've seen I, some yeah. awful photos. And I think a lot of that was because it was client-driven. I mean that's, that's yeah. what the client – a client will go to you. I really want – uh, I don't know. I really want my eyes changed to be yellow. Uh, if you want to look <laughs> jaundiced, great. That's what I'm going to do for you because that's that's my job. Hey, um, you know, uh,
2: it, 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 I think this actually it brings me back to seconds. the the second shooting deal. Um, is that high, high clicking, Jamie? We yeah. heard
0: that click. All right, the, 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 Chrome. The,
2: this brings uh. <laughs> full circle back to the uh, the, the the second. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> uh, the the whole second shooting thing is one thing I've I've learned um, having been around photographer that's done it way longer than I have is um, being able to actually direct your clients more than they want to be directed, um, and, and I've I've seen her do it and I've I've seen her actually you know pretty much up front tell people hey if you want this picture the way you've got to trust me you've got to let me do this like. You know, one of those pictures in that BuzzFeed article was this lady in, like, a blue prom dress hugging a guy with no shirt and jeans.
0: Uh, that might have and, been the best picture in the entire and article. And that,
2: that picture won that whole article for me. Yeah. And this guy has a semi-farmers tan. is that like, red that hair. Is- just put that away kind of thing, and, (laughs) and, and, you know, I think as a, you know, as a photographer to get better, to make your clients actually appreciate you more, you almost have to, like, if, if you love your clients, the same thing as you love your kid, you're going to tell them, hey, don't do that, you know, it's not good for you, and uh, that's one thing I've learned, especially doing second shooting, is being able to tell people in, in the right way, hey, just follow me and do this, stand here, do this, you know, don't do this, don't put your arm up, square your shoulders, you know, just commanding people a little bit, bit by bit, and after a while you're starting to get the results you want. And, um, you know, if, if somebody just told them, hey, you know, trust me, you're going to want to leave your shirt on, you know, I mean, that <laughs> may not be, that may have just been a decent picture that's, you know, in somebody's wallet somewhere mm-hmm. still instead of on the Internet with tons of LOLs, you know, and um, that that's one that's one thing I've definitely learned is, is the whole, you know, you know, t- tell your clients a little bit, you know, they don't always know exactly what they want. They'll have a vision, and they're definitely the people that are paying you. But you, you're the one that can get them there um, better than they can get themselves, and that's why they're hiring you. So, you know, so, so same thing. I'm I'm in IT, and sometimes you got to tell people, hey, you just need a faster computer. You know, I can do hey, everything just, for just you. Hey, just
0: plug it in and turn you know, it
2: on. Yeah, just plug it in reboot it. You know, do something. And, and they're going to hate saying it because they, they know they need to do it. But the moment you say it the moment they do it and they see it works – you get results, you know? So that's, that's my two cents.
0: Jamie, I know you've got another one. I really don't. That's just, just, <laughs> just the, so just the ultrasound photos. I just then. can't get past
1: that one.
2: Yeah, those, those, those are, they are ridiculous. I, 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 not to make fun of anybody, but they, they really, oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I I think
0: a lot of it too is, um, just kind of a, like an era thing because I look back at, oh, yeah. I mean, you got, you guys probably remember, Ten, fifteen, probably twenty years ago now, uh, everybody was getting beauty shots or glamour shots. And back then, <laughs> glamour shots were like that's that's what women went and got. They got the dress that started from like right below their chest up, and their hair teased up because you know the higher your hair, the closer to God, right? Right. So right. they're they're all dolled up, and that's what people wanted. But w- women went and got that to take home to their husbands because it. That's what their husbands wanted to see, but if you busted out a glamour photo or a glamour shot now, goo. You know true, what, true. Zach?
1: Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. You need to bring you need to bring that back. Oh boy! You, start oh, you, you want me to bring back glamour shots? <laughs> What's old is new again. Do it. I'll back you up on it.
0: Okay, good. I'll I'll uh we'll roll back to the the uh, the Kickstarter and that will be my Kickstarter. Actually, looking at uh, so glamour <laughs> shots is still around, which is kind of scary. Wow. but um, it's <clears throat> glamour shots is practically I have to photo. check that out
2: at some point
0: it's 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 practically boudoir photography now,
2: oh yeah, i mean yes, it's, it's yeah, is. i mean boudoirs just kind of evolved into i guess more of the um the the modern version i guess of glamour
0: what's scary is that they're also doing high school seniors um
1: yeah, that's wait. I suppose... Oh
0: no, they did selective
1: coloring. Oh
0: yeah. You yeah. know what?
1: I'm glad you mentioned <laughs> selective coloring though, because that's one of the ones that bugs me. But I'll do it myself anyways. Sure. But it's it's one of those things where I, I put thought into it. I'll actually take a shot with that in mind. Yes. I think probably the last selective color shot I did was a black and white long exposure with car driving by, so I could get the tail lights in red. Oh yeah, and yeah. It, you know, it also, probably I mean, looked fantastic. You know, and, but I'll admit, you know, I was one of those people that when I got my first DSLR and uh, somebody in the neighborhood wanted senior pictures for their kid, and I was like, I think I can do it. One of the things that she wanted was selective color, so I've buried away somewhere that nobody will ever see again. (laughs) I have some cheesy black and white shot with pink roses. and. Pink blush, it's always the green. flowers, and it's like, holy crap! What was I thinking? <laughs> but you know, it's just one of those things. I think you just learn over time that you know there's a there's a right place and a right time for everything. And uh, yes.
2: it, 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 it's it's honestly, I I hate to say it after after seeing so many photographers and and kind of like um like going back and looking at all their earlier work and stuff. It's almost an editing phase, I guess. Almost every person. Trying to be a photographer ends up going through it. at some point you're gonna look at a picture and you're gonna go, Man, that flower should be yellow and everything else should be black and white. And you're gonna do it. <laughs> it's it's funny you say that I literally have you know, a set set on
0: Flickr that is that I've called shopped, and it's one of the very first sets I ever put up there, and I never took it down. Uh and and it's pretty much all awful, awful stuff. There um, <laughs> it was I think at the time I was using um I want to say I was using iPhoto uh, nice. and um, it's your standard horribly processed HDR photos uh, sepia toned uh, black and white there uh, there is a selective co- I'm actually looking at it right now there is a selective coloring uh, photo in there it's of a dog my parents dog and a blue racquetball the uh, I'll let you guys guess what's colored ooh ooh I'm going to guess uh, the the racquetball that's good guess that's a great guess uh and then actually um what's kind of neat in that is i've got some infrared shots that i took but good golly what was i thinking so um you
1: guys it was a to learn.
2: learning process right 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 you guys <laughs> want to,
1: to share one of your old pictures yes um i'll share one of mine let's see here this was way back in the Flickr way back <laughs> machine my my uh, oh, oh, oh. my browser's
2: being derpy, so I'm probably not going to get it. Black and white
1: with green dew. How cool is that? You and know? you did every Heck, one of those individually? Yeah. yeah. Wasn't that stupid? Oh, that's <laughs> you terrible. Know, I missed some in the back there, but, um, you know, that couldn't be a
2: perfect... Heck perfect. yeah.
0: I have got... I think I might have you beat here. <laughs> I have oh. got both selective coloring and I've also got the standard... Uh, in some sort of reflective surface self portrait. Oh, that's that's that, cool. Yeah, that's that's actually my wife and her sunglasses uh, and me and if you look carefully that's my mother-in-law's backside. What? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh my gosh. So not only awesome. did I and it's what's really bad is you can Okay, I'm going to go ahead and take this down now. Thank you. Um, Somebody just really, Copied and screenshot that. You That's know. fine. It's it's public. It's a publicly listed photo. <laughs> just, uh, what's really funny is on that that one. If you look close enough, I didn't catch all of the sunglasses. So there's a sliver of them that are still black and white. God, really? I that is. I, should, I wish I could burn those photos. There's actually it's not
1: kind of like the Bear all
0: podcast, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> there, you know?
2: There's a there's a picture. I I just realized it's not online anymore, which is probably a good thing. It needs to be. Oh, uh, um, I. I, I, it's basically um, a picture of like, like a flower and a bee I took, and I tried to selective color just the yellow on the bee in Picasso. Yep. And you know, you know the little the little dot thing. So if you look, it doesn't take much to look closely and see like there's like some orange flower behind it, something else, and you'll see like it looks like little color pattern around his body and stuff and. I mean, he's a little out of focus. The the half the flowers are back focused. It was the first time I'd used a 50 millimeter. Um, yeah, I was shooting it like ISO 800 because I forgot to flip it around. So it just it's overall just poor, just poor. Yeah. Mm.
0: yeah. Well, well, that's good. I think that's that's probably a good place to end our. <laughs> of, uh, I did have one question, uh, Jamie. I saw you posted
1: on your Flickr uh, roll of film. Did you actually get to shoot that?
2: Yes, um, it's funny.
1: Go. That's the film that was in the camera that Tammy Bradley gave me when oh, I was nice.
2: in Florida. Oh, I haven't even looked at that yet. I'll have to.
1: So um, can you hold on for just one second? Let me grab the film because I don't know anything about film, so I want to show you what it says on it so you yes. can tell me if it's the kind of film that will be able to get developed or what. Okay, yeah. Ooh, I can see it. I got your Flickr pick, whatever. Oh.
0: <laughs> for for no, those of you. I about that. So, yeah, anyways, cool. is is it... uh Yeah, we'll have to look into that Um Viewers, we'll post that up as well uh, so you guys can take a look at it. I honestly – Joe would probably be the best person to ask um, or one of our various other film shooters that love to uh, bust my hump about film.
2: Oh, you you should be able to do that. The problem is is that you're probably going to have to find like a local place or mail it out.
1: Yeah, I'm
2: fine with that. I've shot shot a few of those rolls. Those those are pretty much easy to – I think I did one at a Walmart one time. Okay, good deal. It, it depends. They've flipped their machines now, so they may not be able to do it. But, yeah, 400CN, yeah, that's – th- okay. I think CVS still sells that, that roll anyway, or at least they, they were selling it last year. Well, here's so. the thing.
1: When I uh, I got the camera, the film was in it. Right. I didn't know there was film in it until I opened it up on the last podcast and saw that there was film in it. <laughs> so closed it, exposed whatever was visible and whatever had been shot, I guess. Um. And just took an educated guess, and I set the camera to 400 so
2: I lucked out. That was, yeah, that was beautiful. beautiful. The internet
0: tells me you should be able to take it to Walmart Awesome. or whatever. Um, but, yeah, I, something like that, because I know, like I said on a, a previous show, I actually contacted a local print shop here and asked them first. And my guess is if you found one, you could probably call them and say, yeah. here's what I've got, can I take it? And they'll just say, sure. Right. So, Sounds yeah, good. Well, you have to have to keep us updated on that in, oh, I will. in a future episode. Yeah. I would love
2: to see the results. So will I.
0: <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think that's probably going to bring our uh, episode to a close. Um, so, uh, so thanks for tuning in and listening this week. If you guys enjoyed the show, uh, make sure to tell your friends. Subscribe to the show, and if you, uh, if you feel like it, give us a thumbs up. We did get a rating in, uh, in iTunes. So nice. Thank you to whoever that was. Thank we you, apologize thank you. for the audio. Uh, that was the only thing that kept us from getting a five-star. Uh, we've had a couple other ratings, uh, but keep those coming because those help us get more listeners, and more listeners equal better show something. Uh, I think that math might be off. Um, sorry again to to Alex that we couldn't get you on this week. We'll get you on another week. Um, hopefully, we'll get your technical difficulties uh, figured out. Um, so thanks, Jamie and Josh, for being on again this week. Uh, for sure. And for, for you guys and for myself. And for Joe, who's not here, um, thanks for listening, and uh, we hope you'll join us next week on the uh, Stop Your Podcast.